Welcome to Polishing Your Diamond, a personal development podcast by Richard Raza. There is no passion to be found playing small. You've got to take risks. Whatever your gift is, what are you going to do with what you have? Hi there, Richard Rosalevich with Polishing a Diamond, a personal development podcast. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Richard Rosalevich. This is a podcast on personal development, really bite-sized chunks on how you can evolve and start making transformations on yourself. If you've not started episode one, I would recommend starting there before listening to this, as this is a follow-on from the last subject, changing your emotional state. If you'd like to know more about me, I do have a small bio on my website where you can find www.polishingyourdiamond.com. You'll also be able to find my podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and for those that prefer video, you can go to YouTube, you might be watching now. And you'll also be able to find me on Instagram, IGTV, Facebook, and LinkedIn. There'll be snippets of my content there, and everything will be linked on my website. In the last episode, I put some context around emotional state and finished it with one tool that could be used for supporting you in changing your emotional state. This was the from to technique. In this episode, I'm gonna load you up in a toolbox with lots of other techniques for changing your state. So again, if you haven't listened to episode one and jump straight here just for the tools, then that's not a problem whatsoever. However, my recommendation is listening to episode one first to get a bit more context around the subject. As I said last time, the power of changing just one emotion or one set of linked emotions can change your situation, maybe even in your life, your whole life, or maybe just a part of it. But it's going to change for the better and it's going to help you progress to where you want to be. So let's get on with some of the other techniques that can help. According to Mr. Tony Robbins, I mentioned Tony in the last episode, his emotional triad, what we feel is based on three patterns. One, physiology. Um, That's how we use our physical body. And we're going to talk about some really simple techniques that you can start doing today. And language. So how we talk to ourselves, internal dialect and the language that we use about ourselves. Everyone does it. You can't get away from it. And then finally, the other one he talks about is focus and belief. What we focus on and then what we believe about it. Today, I'm going to be giving you some tips and tricks and techniques on physiology and the language. I'm going to load you up with a few other techniques and then you're going to have a real little arsenal um, of tools that you can start to use to change your emotional state if you wish. We're going to start with physiology. So let's talk about going through some of the best ways to change your physiology so you can so you can change your state. And for the record, I recognize that different ways to change your state that I've described, that I'm going to describe today, um, might not change your life as a whole, but they're going to certainly put you in that positive state that you want to be in to start kickstart really any action that you intend to take towards changing your life. Hence why I'm starting with the subject on changing your emotional state because I think it's just so important. If you really want long-lasting change, you really need to understand limiting beliefs and goal setting, which we will cover in future episodes. The first technique I'm going to talk about um, for physiology and and changing that and getting you into that right emotional state is breathing. Um, As as funny as it sounds, you know, we have to breathe um, to stay alive. I don't have to tell tell most of you that. But 
if you get this right in terms of the techniques and you and you use specific techniques, it's going to really elevate uh, how you feel. Not only that, it's got multiple health benefits. Um, some say it's got an, is you know it could be classed as a natural painkiller. So when you deep breathe, the body releases endorphins, which are the feel-good hormones and are a natural painkiller created by the body itself. It can improve your blood flow. So when we take those deep breaths, the upwards and downward movement of the diaphragm helps remove the toxins, the body promoting better blood flow. It can increase your energy levels. We're talking about changing your emotional state. Well, if I want to be more energetic, due to the increased blood flow, if I'm getting more oxygen into my bloodstream, that increased oxygen results in increased energy levels. Uh, it can even improve your posture. So believe it or not, I think even if even when I said that, I put my posture up. <laughs> believe it or not though, bad posture is related to incorrect breathing. If you don't believe it, try it yourself. Try to breathe deeply and notice how your body starts to straighten up during the process. When you fill your, uh, your lungs with the air, this automatically encourages you to straighten up your spine. Um, it can detoxify the body. So carbon dioxide is a natural toxic waste that comes out only through breathing. But when our lungs are compromised by shallow breathing, the other detoxification systems start to work harder to expel the waste. This can make our body weaker and lead to illness. Um, it can stimulate your lymphatic system, which I'll talk about again in a minute. But as our breathing is what moves the lymph, shallow breathing can lead to sluggish and lymphatic system, which will not detoxify properly. So therefore, deep breathing will help you get the lymph flowing properly to start your body uh, to work more efficiently and more effectively. Um, it can improve your digestion system. It can improve the way that you relax, not just physically, but you, with your mind also. Uh, when you're angry, you're tense or you're scared or you've got problems, your muscles are tightened, your breathing becomes shallow. So it can restrict your breathing and constrict it. And at this time, your body you know, is not getting the amount of oxygen it really requires. Long, deep breathing reverses this process, allowing your body and your mind to become calmer and clearer. So a really simple technique. There's some of the benefits. I mean, we're talking about changing your emotional state, um, which is what breathing is going to be able to do. It's going to support you in that mechanism of changing your emotional state. Um, but as I just reeled off, there's plenty more health benefits to doing this right. Breathing for 10 minutes every single day. When you get up in the morning, you inhale for four seconds while pushing your stomach out. And then you hold that for 16 seconds. So if you inhale for four seconds, but pushing your stomach out, not in. So you hold that for four seconds, but you're pushing your belly out at the same time. And then you hold that for 16 seconds. And then you do a nice slow exhale for eight seconds while pulling your stomach in. So as you exhale for those eight seconds, you're pulling your stomach in. Okay, so that's one small, very basic technique. The next small little technique we've got is lymphasizing. So I mentioned this a minute ago. The lymphatic system plays an important role in moving toxins from the body. However, unlike the blood system where the heart acts as the pump, 
the lymphatic system has no pump and so movement is absolutely essential to create an efficient detoxification process. I'm talking about the health benefits as well to this because I think it's important that we do. It's not just about getting into that positive mindset and that emotional state, but also if it's got other benefits, and we'll talk about those. So using a rebounder to jump up and down for 15 minutes a day or simply doing 50 jumping jacks um, or even dancing energetically would do the trick. And that kind of fits into some of these other bits that I'm talking about. You just do a little bit of exercise and it's going to start to get your lymphatic system working efficiently and it's going to start to support getting out those toxins from your body. But it also has those extra benefits of, or the key extra benefit that we're talking about today is changing your emotional state. Doing a bit of exercise, which I'm going to talk about shortly. Cold showers is the next one I'm going to talk about, the next tip. It can burn fat due to extreme colds. So it can burn calories to keep you warm. When you start to shiver, that's your body's natural reaction because you're cold. But what happens when you start to shiver? You start to burn fat. Or you can start to burn fat. I'm not a doctor and I don't claim to be, but I've looked at the scientific research and I know that it can have benefits. You'd have to stay under the cold shower for quite for some time to really get that in motion, but it can help. And remember, I'm giving you some of the health benefits here, but if you just if you just went under the cold shower, not for those health benefits, but to get you into that positive state, to get you into that nice state that you're looking for, then it's a really quick and easy way to do that. Gives you a bit of a shock to the system, which is quite nice. And it can boost your recovery after exercise. You might see athletes and they go, you have ice baths. So, you know, you don't have to go that far, but you can obtain a similar benefit with a quick cold shower after your training session. There's plenty of other health benefits, but one other one is it can increase your mood um, and make you more alert. Now, if you're feeling a bit groggy in the morning or you're feeling a bit groggy in the afternoon and you're at home um, and you want to kind of pep yourself into feeling a bit better and and get yourself out get yourself into a, a real solid mood of positivity um then there's no better way to just stick yourself under a cold shower it's gonna shock you a little bit no no doubt um, but it's gonna support you into getting into that state that you're looking for and then the fourth exercise or the fourth point that i'm going to talk about is actually exercise or stretching you know, I don't really need to talk too much about this. Um, there's plenty of content out online, books, health experts um, that are going to be able to tell you about what sort of exercise you can do. But really, you should be looking to do some basic stuff, even a bit of walking or a little bit of jogging for more than 30 minutes usually is going to suffice. Um, if you want to add a bit of strength training in there for added benefit for health, then go for it you've got yoga there's pilates there's so many different things that you can do um, in regards to doing exercise i personally um do thai boxing um i've been doing it quite a long time now i enjoy it i enjoy the sport of mma um but yeah the actual the training of it on its own if you didn't ever want to compete in it um again and it's just finding something that you enjoy to do you know i don't enjoy doing weight training but i know it's good for me losing body fat so i do some of it but i don't do it as often as i should but what i do do quite often is i do do thai boxing kickboxing because i enjoy doing that so that's fine 
I'm still getting all of those other things. And if you think about it, the exercise piece that we're talking about right now fits into some of those other areas. Uh, the lymphatic piece that we were talking about earlier on. It, that, that movement is going to help in lots of different areas. So you can cover two or three of these points that we've talked about if you want those health benefits by just doing a bit of exercise. And then let's not forget, you do some exercise. If you do it first thing in the morning, it's going to put you in a great state, positive state, emotional state that you want to be in. And it really helps you be productive. I always find if I've done exercise in the morning, my brain seems to be way more alert and I seem to get far more done. And um, I just seem to be a lot more alert with conversations with people. And, um, you know, it really helps. The last one I'm going to talk about in regards to physiology, and some of you might want to challenge this um, because you could say, well, it's not specifically physiology. It's not, you're not having to move your body, you're not having to do anything physical to, to get yourself into a positive emotional state. However, um, I've put it into this category just because I know it makes me move. It makes me move, even if it's just a little bit. And you might guess what I'm talking about is music. Listening to music that you like for some time during the day can lift your mood and put you in a great state. Also, very often singing along with it is going to help um, and create that stronger positive effect. By far, one of my go-to um, tools if I want to get myself into a good positive emotional state if I'm not in one. Um, but even when I'm in a good mood, I'm going to listen to music. I love listening to music. It's part of one of my morning rituals. Whilst I'm getting ready to go to work, and just before I get into the shower, I put my music on and I listen to music. And I'll listen to it just before I leave the door. Um, and then as soon as I get into my car to go to work, I have music on. And it always makes me feel good. So it's part of one of my morning rituals. Highly recommend it. Okay, so that's talking about some of the physiology points that I wanted to talk about today. Now we're going to move on to language. How can we talk to ourselves and the language that we use? So all of us, no matter who you are, we all talk to ourselves. We may not physically talk to ourselves, but there is a constant chatter inside our heads that rarely subsides. And you know it, and I know it. That little voice in our head will always be there. It will be with us through thick and thin, a constant companion on the journey of life. That's why it's imperative that we talk to ourselves respect and affection and don't put ourselves down and I know that that's easier said than done for some of us you know some people really struggle with internal dialect and, and you know what our internal dialect is saying to us um, but the more you start to try and get out of that habit and get into those positive habits of where you're talking to self in the right way it's really going to help you don't want to end up in a scenario where your inner voice is constantly sniping at you there's no there's no way You'd let anybody else talk to you like that. So why would you let yourself talk to yourself about that like that? You know, Self-love is going to be the first step to this path and to loving others. After all, how can you love others if you don't love yourself first? We may let ourselves be dictated by our inner voice, but to become our better selves, we need to become its master, not its minion. So the first technique, so this is technique six. Uh, from a follow-on from the last techniques, the last five, which is to do with language, and that's praise yourself. You know, wherever you accomplish a task or a goal, give yourself a pat on the back. You know, studies have shown that the happiest people are those that regularly praise themselves. It might you might be somebody that doesn't get praise, 
Um, and if you don't get praised for the good things that you're doing, then there's nothing wrong with praising yourself. If you know you've done something good, tell yourself that you've done something good and be proud of it. Affirmation is a, a, another key thing. You might see this again online quite a lot. Um, these are words or a mantra that you could repeat to yourself for several minutes with great passion and gusto. Affirmations open you up to new possibilities. They empower you to create your own happy belief system and belief set. Affirmations totally flexible and creative. You can create them yourselves. Doesn't matter. I mean, I'll give you some right now. So you could say in the morning, I might have part of my morning ritual system. So I might have done my exercise. I might have done my breathing exercises. And then I'm going to come on to my affirmations. So I might say to myself, say yes to say to fight defying the odds, say yes to having an outstanding day, say yes to being your voice, saying yes to leading and not following. Say yes to believing, not doubting. Say yes to creating and not destroying. Say yes to being the force in your life. They could be some of the affirmations that you might want to say to yourself. These are just some of the ones that I've just reeled off now. But most certainly have some affirmations there. And look, like everything, you have to get into the habit of using this and doing it. And it might sound odd to you. This is something that you know it might sound really, feel uncomfortable. I know for a lot of people, I know when I started doing my NLP training, when I first went, I felt quite uncomfortable with a lot of it. I was quite pessimist about it all. Um, however, I let myself go, I let myself in. Um, and it's supported me ever since. And the final one we're going to talk about today is gratitude. So being grateful for all the things in your life, whether big or small, can have a profound effect on your happiness and your state. It allows you to focus on what is working in your life and not on the things that are not. I'm absolutely key that you make sure now, this way you don't take your life for granted and appreciate it much more. It keeps you on an emotional state of wonder and hunger and life itself. It can be done daily in the mornings again or you, know, you have your little rituals. It could be done in the evening before you go to bed. I quite like, I think gratitude is quite nice at the end of the day to look back on your day. But also it's nice in the mornings as well. Again, it's completely up to you when you do this and I would recommend just start with one gratitude, or just start with one, two, or three, just a small number, because the most important thing here is you want to get into the habit of actually using this technique. And the best way to get into habit is by starting small, and then adding to it, and adding to it, and so forth. So start with one, two, or three things that you're you know, grateful about um, in your life. And I'm not saying you must do all of these things that I've talked about today. Yeah, I've given you eight techniques today, tips that are going to add to your toolbox. I talked about the from two technique last time in the last episode. So that's nine different techniques that can help you get into the right emotional state that you're looking for. Remember, it's going to kickstart. Remember what I said at the beginning, limiting beliefs and having goals is going to support long lasting um, positive emotional state. At the minute, I'm talking about it more for me. Get yourself in the right state first so you can start working towards those things. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of techniques we've talked about and it's just about you applying them, practicing them. You might not like some of those. So it's about, okay, what works for you? What's your favourite one? Like I said earlier, I like music and exercise. They really get me in the right place that I want to be in. So, you know, might you, some of them, you might not like using the affirmations. It might be some that you don't like to use. That's absolutely fine. But find the ones that do get you in the right emotional state that you're looking for. Um, but try them. 
You know, be open. Don't judge unless you've tried using those. I'd be interested to know if you currently do use any of these right now, any of these techniques, and which one would be your favorite, or which one is your favorite. And also, if you just started using them, or you're going to start using them after listening to what we've discussed today, I'd be interested to know what techniques you're trying, or you're going to try, and have they helped you or not. So please direct message me on any of my social media platforms, or make a comment on one of the pages, and then you know, I'll speak to you via that channel. So this is it for today's podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Go to my website, www.polishingyourdiamond.com for more content. Subscribe to my newsletter where I will email you once a week with insights on personal development. You'll also be able to find my podcasts on iTunes and Spotify. And for anyone who prefers video, go to YouTube. You'll also be able to find me on Instagram, IGTV, Facebook, and LinkedIn where there'll be snippets of my content and everything will be linked onto my website. Remember, polish your diamond. This has been Richard Rosa. Stay safe and keep active.